One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. And now, coming to you live. Okay, so it's not actually live, it's actually recorded on, on Sundays, but okay, you know. From atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower. Okay, so it's not actually from a, a top. It's actually recorded in, in Thatch's apartment. So, um, okay, so never mind. Uh, the one, the only. Well, okay, it's not even the one and only because I mean we also do the TCG cast, we also do Movie Club, we do Game Corner and Battle Cast. So it's not really the one and the only. Hey, Thatch, is anything we say in the intro true? It's a Puckle Podcast, folks. And welcome to the 276th episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my wonderful co-hosts, Shemu. And the flossiest whimsy good, and you said wonderful again. Ah, I did. Uh, my illustrious co-host. There we go. Ooh. Ooh. That's a good Wait, adjective. Like a shot? Is that like one, one shot so far? <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so... Uh, welcome to the show, guys. This is the Puckle Podcast, P-U-C-L, standards for the Pokemon Underground Champions League, a name we came up with in 2007. Uh, we are a podcast that does everything Pokemon, so uh, I hope you've found your your one fix uh, for the Pokemon work week. Um, and so we've been doing a variety of things here, guys. Um, if you're new to the show, though, welcome. And if you are uh, if you're new or old to the show, well, welcome back, and thanks for dealing with me. So, I'm going to start off the show like I do every week, guys, and ask you what you guys have been up to in Pokemon lately. Let's start with, uh, let's start with Shamu. Uh, I don't think I've really been doing anything in Pokemon. <laughs> like, I think the last thing I did was, uh, the playtest. There was, uh, there, there was the pre-Switch thinking... world and the post-Switch world, you know? Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> I don't remember what it's like to not have a Switch anymore, Shamu. Uh... <laughs> if we had more games, I probably would be there too, but kind of like... <laughs> Yeah. yeah. It's like Breath of the Wild. That's pretty much it. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, there's some, there's some, there's some fun. Bomberman. There's some, uh, there, I mean, yeah, no. Bomberman, I don't think it's worth 50 bucks. Um, I don't think like, 1 2 Switch is worth 50 bucks. And I don't like, think, uh, and uh, I don't. seven games, or no, there's eight games. Nine. Because I think Just it's Dance nine. 20, no, Just Dance 2017 is not a game. That, that, that's just like, <laughs> I'm sorry. That, that uh, Snipper Clips like, is, Snipper Clips is pretty See? fun, though. It's interesting. Yeah, I, I played the demo a bit. 
Yeah, it's pretty good. See, this this kind of thing where you guys live in a world and I live in a weirdly time shifted world is usually due to things not coming out in Europe. But the Switch is out in Europe. This is just me not caring. Oh my gosh! But yeah, no, you literally, literally, if you're just if you're not into uh, if you're not into like if you're only trying to get a system for Pokemon, like I know you are, what's it got? I would suggest not even getting the Switch right now. I mean, just just wait until the inevitable Pokemon Stadium three or Pokemon yeah. Stadium X, I should say. Um, and we'll see. I mean, there could also be a main series. I don't know. I'm waiting until May. It, I feel like we're going to get some all. kind of announcement. Yeah, they might even like remake the Switch. Like, I'm I'm having one concern with it is that it just gets really hot. Uh, it doesn't mm. get that. It doesn't get really hot. It gets, it gets warm. It gets but warm. It gets to a warm to a point where I'm a little worried. Oh, like I I, I think that's fine. You're allowed to get I that think, warm. I think it'll be fine. But like, I'm just me personally. Like, when things get like a little warm, I just get paranoid because my. I wouldn't I wouldn't worry about it too much. Like, yeah. cell phones get that warm all the time. Mine, when mine doesn't, like, I'm worried. Like, uh, mine doesn't. <laughs> mine does not get that warm. Oh, uh, like, like, I've I've had my I've had my cell phone get that warm before, so. I've had it happen, but not often enough for me to, like. Whenever I've got, like, the GPS on and everything, it gets warm. Uh, but, yeah, whatever, whatever. So you didn't do any Pokemon? Or just some playtesting? Uh, that was a few, that was, like, a week, couple weeks ago, actually. Uh, I need to, uh, yeah, I need to like get on that. I need to get on that. Yeah. You should probably do some more of that. Yeah, no, I need to get on that. I got to make the next session. Uh, this is Shamu helped play test the PTU campaign I'm building actually for Whimsicott and Jishiro. Yeah. And uh, so he helped. He helped a lot actually. There's there's a few things that uh, I messed we up. We found something that we could kind of break and abuse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, that, See, here uh, I was thinking you were like testing if like the plot was coherent. Well, that too. That too. Were, that's what, and that's, then of course Shamu comes in and breaks the game. Uh, he I've tried to, to he tried to do something that almost broke the game. I mean, but it didn't work. Uh, yeah, well, you'll know. Everybody will know what's going on in like April. Yeah. So. I think, um, <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I just want to play more now. Like. Yeah. No, it's a blast. I, it's a blast. Addiction. I need to get the next. Uh, I need to get the next session set up though, because I like being one ahead, just in case you guys blow through something too fast. Yeah. I actually gotta get my paperwork all printed up and set up, so mm-hmm. I have like all my info down. And, yeah, absolutely. I'm, my inventory will be a lot larger than most others, probably. <laughs> <laughs> just what, just picking yeah. up random stuff. Yeah. Um. Okay. Uh, what did you cut? What have you been up to, Pokemon wise, lately? It's been a while since you were on the show. Yeah, it's been a while, and I like I had like three free hours, and I started Pokemon Moon finally. Ooh. I'm still loving the game. I'm picking up all sorts of Pokemon that I never thought I would be using. Like, I found a Miss Magius, and I was mm-hmm. like, you know what? Cool, I'm going to use it. Well, it was a Miss Reeves, obviously, but yeah, I'm going to use a Miss Magius. That and, sounds and- fun. Miss, Ma- Miss Magius is actually really good. Uh, yeah, yeah for- I've never used one, but I love it. Uh, Fairly so- fast. Well, yeah, there was, there was a guy in... Uh- there was a guy back in the day, back when Puckle was just a fledgling little uh, little podcast. We had a guy in the community known as uh, Speezy, which if you go listen mm-hmm. to the ba- mm-hmm. p- p- backlog of shows, he's on a show somewhere. And uh, his like signature thing was to always put a Miss Magius like, on any team that he possibly could. Uh, nice. So I'm very familiar with Miss Magius. You can actually it's, – it's on the internet somewhere. My first like – one of my first like real competitive battles was with him. And mm-hmm. uh, it's with like it's before capture cards existed for the DSs, you know. So it's like mm-hmm. a camera filming a filming a <laughs> DS screen. But uh, so 
Uh, and by the way, I, I, I named my mischievous T-A-A-K-O. That's a shout out to anyone who listens to the Adventure Zone. And um, <laughs> the other thing I've been doing in Pokemon is against all odds, I'm still in the UUTC and I'm up against Shamu next. Ooh. I'm That's scared. Gonna... That could be fun. I'm I've, I've heard I've heard what most of your uh, victories have well, I'm not wording it right. I know what's yeah. been contributing to most of your victory, so... Yeah, uh, and one little, uh, little sheer dumb luck. Speaking of that, like, speaking of the UUTC, by the way, the loser's bracket is... Like, we're finally done with the winner's bracket, right? Uh, pretty much, yeah. Yes, that, yes, who, yes. Who there's, only, there's only one... Yes, that's sentient poke. The only undefeated winner is okay. the one person who's beaten me so far. Okay, so so I mean, I would just like to put the shout out out there just to make things move along a little quicker. If you win your match earlier in the week, just go ahead and like contact the next person already because you you should be able to see it by now, right? On the bracket, you can uh, see who yeah, your next couple much. matches are. Let me just make pretty sure much. that's correct. Because oh, also another thing regarding it, please just uh, say who won in the email. Yeah, some people just send us uh, the battle videos and don't yeah, tell us who it's a won late. That was a very kind of irritating thing because yeah. neither of us could watch them at that point because we were all in the tournament because yeah. that would technically be breaking the rules, which we can't mm-hmm. do. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, but really it's just like, cause essentially it'd be, I asked you who won between Lone Ranger and Geo. Uh, I'll talk to him. He was messaging yeah. me about it yesterday. I haven't, I, haven't, I haven't checked the email yet, perfect, yeah. so I don't know. I haven't but checked essentially either. It's, it'd be to be, uh... Outcome of me and Whimsicott, and then outcome of whoever won that and win more, and then they'd fight, and it, it's not much. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. another round or two, and we're done. Yeah, sweet. So. Awesome. We're playing think, for that yeah, TCG and then whoever whoever wins that is going to have to go up against Kron, and then whoever wins that is going to go up against Sentient Pokeball, right? <laughs> yeah. I don't want to... <sighs> Rain. Oh, man. Oh, oh man. man. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um... <clears throat> Anyway, <laughs> and that that has pretty pretty much been it. Like winning speed ties and getting low damage rolls against me and stuff like that. <laughs> oh man! So what, I've been doing a few things. Uh, I've been doing a lot of work. I've been making pretty figures uh, for for actual job. But then on top of that, I've been doing a lot of. Um, I've been doing. I've just been doing a lot of little puckle stuff, trying to get stuff ready for some future projects. Uh, I had I had my list and it's getting there. Like the PTU campaign, that's uh that's one thing that we're getting going here in the next in the next month. Hopefully by the end of this month we get a good session in. Um, we'll, we can talk about that actually uh, here in a little bit. Wednesday, cut. We'll talk about it because I need to I need to figure out when would be a good time so we can all actually like schedule it finally. Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, it's just it's an, it's a it's going to be a rough couple of weeks. So. Um, uh, myself though, I've been just playing some OU, just trying to get into it. Uh, I've been starting to build for VGC, uh, just because the la- I tried to get into it back in December and then like, I just stopped so I could focus on OU and then now I'm back into it. I'm like, okay, this is completely different. So I need to build all again. Uh, all over yeah, again. I, so, I actually wanted to try VGC, but I did not have the time or the mental energy to make a team. So I just got a QR code off of the Global Link website and I did a few rating battles with that's fun. A, a team from a QR code. It was really fun. Yeah, no, especially if you can do that. I think uh, I, I should do start doing that for the, uh, for the uh, Patreon teams. See if I can do some QR codes for those. 
Mm. Uh, yeah, I think that'd be I think that'd be interesting. Uh, you guys can actually play it. Speaking of Patreon stuff, we well we'll get to it in the news. Um, all right. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. So that's it for the uh, the the intro, guys. We're we got plenty of news to talk about today, though. So we're gonna go head on over to the news. So we are going to cue the epic music. <laughs> And in the news, so in the news, we have a few things. First, uh, the 20th Pokemon movie got, finally got a trailer. It's Pokemon I Choose You. Um, it's nothing spectacular. It just kind of shows Ash and Pikachu. It's essentially the first episode of Pokemon. Um, and then the only change that I noticed personally was that uh, when Ash sees Ho-Oh, he actually gets a rainbow wing. That's literally mm. the only difference I, I noticed from that. So, I mean, I'm interested to see it, just to know what's going on, but I do know that it's a thing for uh, some long-running animes to make a movie that's essentially just an extended version of their first episode. This is apparently really? a, Yeah, this is apparently a thing that happens. Huh. Um, po- Pokemon would not be the first first franchise to do this, would would not be the first anime that would, would have done this. I can kind of see it too happening because it's like after what twenty years? Yeah, twenty years. It's a celebration, so you go and you're like, "Hey, twenty years of Pokemon," and mm-hmm. yeah, and like for the new people too. Here's like a remaster. Yeah, well, no, yeah. So like twenty twenty years ago, yeah, twenty years ago. I mean, look, there are kids that are eight or nine that are really into Pokemon right now, right? And they don't, they never saw episode one, right? Mm-hmm. So this would be, a, it would pretty much be a retelling of that story. I, I would like to see what they do with it, just because yeah. it's going to somehow go from a 20-minute piece to an hour, hour and a half piece. Yeah. So I, I would yeah. like to see what kind of details they go into, and maybe maybe they add in something that's interesting. Because they I already know. added that rainbow feather, so there might, like, mm-hmm. maybe they'll just do, like, um, I well, wonder if like, well, show like, like, a montage in a way. Here's a, here's a thing. If you do it, and you're going to go just the first episode you don't get Brock and you don't get Team Rocket yeah which would be weird so maybe you're gonna do like selected scenes from episodes one two and three so I, I mean I wouldn't be surprised if that's what happened but I mean it is titled after the first episode of Pokemon so I know I know I, I, I mean, this is kind of weird. I mean, I was kind of expecting an Alola movie, something that where, you know, we get to see Solgaleo and Lunala, but maybe they're planning on integrating that into the TV show somehow. Mm, uh, maybe. Well, yeah, these legendaries are kind of hard to not put in the story if you have Lily. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think I think that this is definitely going to have something to do with it. Uh, well, I mean, we, we can only tell. I, I hope this anime just becomes much more story-driven at some point, much like X, X Y, and Z was. Yeah, that'd be we nice. we get to a point. I mean, he's on his little journey to go get all the Z crystals or whatever, but it's not the same. So yeah. Uh, okay, let's move on. Let's move on. Uh, there's a new global mission out for those of you who don't know. Uh, you can get the same amount of battle points, like four thousand or whatever. You can participate, and what's even better is it's already it's already done. Uh, it was done after like the first day. So starting February 28th, which was like Tuesday, uh, there was a new global mission, which was to earn two hundred fifty thousand battle points at the battle tree. Um, and if you get 500,000 battle points at the battle tree, you get a heavy ball. Well, that was done after like one day. So 
Uh, <laughs> yeah, like I saw on Reddit that there was a global mission. I was like, oh, I'm signing up for this global mission. And then I went back to Reddit to see, oh, what do I have to do? Oh, no, we're done already. Yeah, no, it's already done. I So like they went to like really overestimating to really underestimating. Uh, I really I really wish it would have gone the other way around, in my honest opinion. I wish we would have gone. I'm fine got... with it because I, I need I need the festival coins. Yeah, it's nice. It's nice to get festival coins. Um, but yeah, so you get a heavy ball and a 500. You can still go sign up for it, and as long as you do three battles or something like that, or just go get a battle point, you get the thing. So definitely mm-hmm. jump into it. Um, next is the next uh, competition for next online competition was announced. It's the Canto Canto X Alola competition, a uh, regional rumble. My bad. Uh, <laughs> Um, it's single battle, no megastones, no obvious legendaries such as Mew, Mewtwo, Cosmog, blah, blah, blah. Um, All the big goobers. Yeah. Uh, you can't, uh, but if you participate just like the last competition, uh, you will be able to get Pidgeotite and Steelixite from this battle competition. And this is going to be going on March 17th through the 19th, which just so happens to be my birthday weekend. So maybe I'll join. Mm-hmm. Um... <laughs> So if you want more Megastones, there you have to go. Uh, if you do want more Megastones, we have several new things going on. First of all, Mega Mewtwo Stones are available right now. If you go and you use the code for the mystery gift, M2Descent, D-E-S-C-E-N-T, uh, you can go get both Mewtwo, Mewtwo Knight X and Y. So go check that out. Um, I, my favorite thing was uh, somebody I don't think comprehends the whole transferring thing because I saw a post online when they when they saw said this on Reddit. The, one mm-hmm. of the comments was, oh, well, I'll use this with all the Mewtwo's I caught in Sun and Moon. And it's just like, okay, it, it's not meant for that. It's meant to transfer, buddy. That's why it's available now. Uh, wow. Yeah. It just blew my mind. Um, uh, also, the download for the Beach Light and the Maw Eye Light from the last battle competition should be starting on March 7th. So that's when you can start downloading those. Yes. Uh, yeah. Exciting, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And Me- Mega Miles OU right now too, I believe. Exactly. I, I never been got to use my Mega Mawile because it was banned right after I finished breeding my Mawile in Generation Six. I can finally use Mega Mawile. Yeah, I don't think it's banned right now. Um, no, it's, it's OU. It's OU. That's exciting. I'm excited. Mawile was good back. <laughs> That's why I went to Uber. But uh, I would really, I think the meta could really use Mega Mawile, honestly. Right now, yeah, yeah. I think it honestly could. I think Mega Mile would be a really good choice. Mega Pinsir doesn't really do much to it. And Mega, and then you could probably start messing with uh, Mega Metagross. You could start messing with all the Tapus. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm pretty excited for this. This is going to be pretty hype. Uh, all right, so what else did I miss? Um, so Niantic uh, has mentioned, had a press conference. They did a bunch of cool things with Pokemon Go. On top of that, they've also started teasing trading. Uh, uh, this week, which is really odd in Pokemon Go. So yes, but that I means mean, I will probably get it. We will, but I, I don't think that's their first priority. Right no, now. I think I think they also teased Generation Three this year as well. I so. mean, the exact words were: there are three major overhauls of the games mm-hmm. coming in 2017, and the first is going to be a reworking of the gym system and. They mentioned trading in a separate interview, which yes, implies that that's something that's on their mind. But I think the Generation 3 thing came just from speculation and just saying, 
So we had this six months after generation one, we got generation two. So in another six months, it's still going to be 2017. So it has to be one of the three updates. We don't I hope really so. know. I hope so. Uh, <laughs> um, new generations is literally what's getting me back into it. Uh, yeah, I, I was playing, even though like, I've been playing it here and there when I'm like outside. I'm like, oh, let me just yeah. do what the hell's around. Yeah, pretty much. Um, let's see. And then the final thing is... Shiny Tapu Kokos are available in Japan March 17th to April 19th. You'll get a download code from literally, like, I think you could just go anywhere in Japan and just find one on the ground. Um, From my understanding, because there are, like, 7-Eleven and then, like, 40 other stores. So with details. Because it was, like, there was one of them was Amazon. Yeah, it's just, it's that everywhere. Pokemon centers, whatever, Yodobashi Camera. Yeah, Aeon, they're, they're literally Amazon everywhere. Amazon and Rakuten. I don't know, yeah. the, I assume those are, like... Kind of like gas stations or something. So, or... so literally everywhere. Um, I guess they're just all over the place. So that that's what we have going there. So uh, if you're in Japan, Scron, go pick up a shiny Tapu Coco. Yeah, mm-hmm. Scron, uh, you're gonna get some Tapu Coco, right? Like... Some shiny Tapu Coco. You got any more of them shiny Tapu Coco? Um, oh gosh, I just realized that no. was that was that was a superb joke, Shamu, because shiny Tapu Coco is black. <laughs> <And> <laughs> that was good all right so uh now we're going to move on to puckle business really quick uh just a quick reminder everybody uh pucklecon is going to be happening this july in columbus ohio so if you are thinking about coming please do send us an email at pucklepodcast at gmail.com even if you're 50 50 just so we have an idea of who's going to be there yes i want to come i'm telling you right now okay i I don't know if i can get a plane but count me uh yeah, we're gonna we're gonna try to uh well we'll have a date hopefully within the next few weeks. Um that I'm hoping be I'm hoping by the twenty fifth we'll have a date. Um because uh we got that free venue and one of the deals is we have to wait until the next Magic the Gathering uh pre release is announced. So Of course. So that such that we don't coincide with the next Magic the Gathering pre release. So uh when, once that's figured out, if anybody knows when that is, just let us know and we'll go ahead and ask the venue so we can get the date solidified <laughs> um let's see and so i believe oh one last thing patrons uh and everybody else we are going to be having our chat box meetup as always march i believe 13th this month yes that is the first monday march 13th is the chat box How meetup. is the 13th the first monday or that? second monday it's the second monday, monday. okay second, monday. <laughs> second mondays is when i have the meetups uh so march 13th is the uh, puckle chat box meetup so in a week that is when the patrons can come and pick up their pincers and when the uh, – and when you can come and pick up any six IV dinos that you want. Also, just come and hang out. We really just like hanging out. I noticed a lot of people just kind of come for the Pokemon and then leave. So come and hang out. Sad. Come I on. Know. It's so much fun. Yeah, come and hang out. That's the whole thing. You just got to come and hang out. I mean, also, you're just get... going to get a Pokemon and then you're not going to have anyone to play with to use that Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Come on. Come on, feel feel free, hang out. Okay, so that is that is it for the news today. So we are gonna take we're we're gonna kick it right on over to Puckle's Pokey Quiz. We were gonna quiz your co-hosts. And 
and welcome to Puckles Poke Quiz, where we quiz your co-host on their innate Pokemon knowledge. So that, of course, means, guys, you're going to have to lower your browsers. Uh, you're just going to have to use what's in your noggins. And we're going to go ahead and jump in. So, as always, there are going to be five questions. One of them is going to be worth two points. And uh, and you get one hint for all the questions. And if, if you get all the questions correct, you can actually cash in that hint for an extra point at the end. But both of you are doing so well, so low-stress situations for both of you uh, <laughs> yeah. when it comes to these questions. All right. So, uh, are you guys ready? Uh, as ready as I'm ever going to be tonight. <laughs> All right. So, our first question. Uh, I, I'm going to lobby you guys a softball. Uh, many shiny hunters go after a, an elusive item known as the shiny charm. This is typically awarded after filling up a Pokedex to some extent, whether it be the National Dex or the Alola Dex, uh, in the case of Generation 7. Um, so this actually increases the chance of finding a, a shiny Pokemon. What is... How much does it increase the chance of finding a shiny Pokemon it, by? It gives you three extra rolls. Um, is that your final answer? Wait, what was that? I, it cut out for me. What? what it gives it, you three what, extra rolls against the shiny chance. That sounds actually right, because it like, lowers it down to like 800 or something like that. I think. The, the, the technical thing that it does is it, it rolls three additional times to check if, it, if you get a shiny. I'll go with that, because I really don't know off the top of my head. That is correct. It is a factor of three, because you're essentially just rolling the dice three times. Uh, you're, yeah. you're eight, you're, well, I guess it's 4,096-sided dice. Uh, you're rolling that, <laughs> you're rolling that, uh... <laughs> Rolling that three times now. So that is correct. That is one point, guys. So there we go. Okay, so yeah. we're going to... So this next question is from Gator. Uh, he wanted to give you guys something rough. Uh, mm. Well, I don't think this one's too rough. I don't think this one's too rough. So this because one... Uh, really great. <laughs> so what is the minimum amount of experience any Pokemon needs to get to level 100. So, you know, different Pokemon have different base experiences, right? So, mm -hmm. what, what's the lowest number of experience that you can get a Pokemon to level 100 with? This is a really tough one. It is kind of hard. I want to say, what was it? I, I, I recently checked how many points you need to get a Legendary to level 100 because I wanted to know how much experience I would have to give my Cartana in order to use a ball cap on it. And it was... In the millions, I think. So maybe the very least amount of experience is one million, Shamu? That's what I was thinking. Mm -mm. I I don't really know off the top of my head, and I kind of just feel like risking it with one million, because I don't feel like I it mean, was lower. I mean, there like maybe Magikarp needs, like, 500,000, but honestly, I would not know, so... Yeah, I think, both... I think it's the safest Do bet you... for the 1 million. It, it is the safest bet. Do you maybe want to use the hint? But it's not like if he gives us a hint, we're going to get much closer to knowing for sure. Well, we're I... Not... Did... Yeah, I... I don't know, because we don't know what's coming up later. Exactly, so yeah, we might as well, you know, burn a 7 points. As I said, we're doing yeah. well. Yeah, we're we saying just... one million. Yeah, one million is incorrect. Unfortunately, the answer is actually six hundred thousand. Um, oh, a few God. Pokemon can actually get to level one hundred with that. Uh, Altaria <laughs> is a notable one, as is Melodic. Okay, um, they oh. both can get there with six hundred thousand. It's typically these weaker Pokemon. Shenenja can do the same yeah. thing. So... I, had a fe I, I had a small feeling it was like hundred thousands, but I just like I 
I had nothing to confirm it on myself. That's I fair. mean, I don't That's I don't fair. think we would have Blame ever Gator. gotten six hundred thousand. Like five hundred thousand maybe, but it's just one of those Gator. questions that's kinda hard to figure it out. Like without any other real like idea, it's just mm-hmm. out of the blue, it's hard to answer. Yeah, yeah. You just have to know. Uh what uh so question number three. Um, this one's uh, this one is I found it today and I thought it was very interesting. Uh, not the question, but the the trivia fact. I hopefully can make it clear. I'm gonna give you guys about two minutes to do this one. Um, so in Pokemon Red and Blue version, it is possible that when you choose your starter, um, that it will be impossible to gain seen Pokedex information for the final evolution of another starter. Um, I'm gonna give this one two points. Um. So if you name what starter you have to choose and which starter final evolution you cannot see, uh, which one, uh, those are the two Pokemon I need. Okay. All, all in generation I, one. I, okay. So essentially there's a trainer who did not have the final evolution of one of the starter lines. Yes. Yes. That's exactly. pretty much what it comes down to. Cause mm-hmm. depending, so essentially it's the pairing of you and your rival that you have to like. Exactly. So if you pick Charmander, you're for sure going to be, going to be seeing Blastoise, but Will you be seeing a Venusaur or not? So we have to like figure out whether a trainer we have to that find is out not... what if a trainer had either Blastoise, Charizard, or Venusaur. Or Venusaur besides Blue slash Gary slash Green slash Jerkface. Yeah. Hmm. Mm. This is a tough one indeed, and like my first instinct. Would be. Does that... Blaine, wait, does Blaine have a Charizard? Or, I mean, not Blaine, um, Lance. Does Lance have a Charizard? I think he might. Because he has I three don't... Dragonites. He has, like. Doesn't he have, oh, like, that's... two Dragonites, two Dragonairs, and an Aerodactyl? It might be. I know he has an Aerodactyl. Shoot. Mm-mm. He might have a Charizard in yellow, but I don't think it he, might be yellow, he has yeah. a Charizard in red and blue. And he specifically asked for red and blue. And my yeah. first instinct was Charizard. Yeah, that's that the one that we can't find. Yeah, so I think if you pick it would have to be blast if you pick Squirtle. Squirtle, you don't see Charizard. I think uh, that sounds right to me. Wait, if this one's worth... Oh, maybe we should use our hint, because if it's worth two points... Mm-mm. Yeah, in, 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 good point, good point. Let's use the hint. Yeah, I'm getting okay. for the hint. Oh, God, I have to make up a hint now. Um, <laughs> this is a tough one to get a hint for. Yeah, this is a tough one to give you guys a hint for. Um, they're that both starter is. Pokemon. Um, oh, shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and so um, they're both po- starter Pokemon, and let's see. Oh, man, one of them, one of them is a fire type. One of the two is a fire type. Yeah, okay, I'm uh, pretty so sure it, someone it, has a Blastoise in the game. I'm, like, 90% sure someone has yeah, a Blastoise. So it is I, Squirtle and Charmander. Uh, Squ- Squirtle and Charizard, my bad. I'm game with that, yeah. Is that your final answer? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that is incorrect on both accounts. Uh, uh, the which, answer oh, is well, actually yeah, Charmander Venusaur. Um, if you no pick one Char- has a Venusaur? No one has a Venusaur in the entire game. On Victory Road, there are two trainers. One has a Charizard, one has a Blastoise. Okay. Uh, and there well, is no Venusaur. There, there's actually, like, the Grass-type trainer that's, like, there as an equivalent has a Victory Bell. Uh, it's really yeah. weird. Uh, so it is, it is unfortunate. I couldn't, yeah, I just couldn't picture Blastoise and Charizard. Yeah, there is a Blastoise and a Charizard, both on, uh, both on, in Victory Road. 
See, if I played I... the virtual console games, I probably would have known that. <laughs> but I yeah, didn't. but I, I never got through that one. I didn't have the time. And it's been oh, so long since I played Red and Blue. Exactly. Right. Yeah, I haven't played them since. All right, guys. <laughs> Let's move on. We're going to get you guys two more points today, hopefully. Um, Why not? What generation is what generation of core series games are the only core generation of main series games that in which it is impossible to catch a Pikachu? Okay, oh, it's not uh, Alola. It's not Kalos. It's Unova, it's... I believe, was one of them because Unova... yeah, I, I mean, I mean that. Are we, are we that... wait? Because does black and white two count? And besides, I'm pretty sure you can catch a Pikachu post-game in Unova. Well, wait, what was the question again? Because maybe I misheard this. You can't catch Pikachu in this main series pair games. of games? And yeah, pair, generation, whatever one you want to call generation. it. Generation. I'll take whatever. I'll take whatever. So you can't catch Pikachu in this main game, essentially. Yeah. Okay. So obviously, one, generation 1, 2, the other out. Fire do you know, do you know what around. I think it could be? And this is going to sound really weird, but can you get a Pikachu in Hoenn? Yeah, you can. Safari Zone. Oh, okay, right, in the Safari Zone. Okay. Because I was thinking Gen Gen 5, because the reason Gen 5, there are only Gen 5 Pokemon. But then post-game, you get a lot of Gen 1 and 2 stuff. Yeah. can Can you catch one in Sinnoh? I don't know if you can, perfectly honest. I uh, you can catch oh you can catch Pichu, you can catch Pichu in Diamond. But the question what was the question again? Because I'm, I'm catching gonna... Pikachu, not obtaining Pikachu. Okay. So it might like... be Diamond Pearl and Platinum. Diamond Pearl. I I really don't know. I'm like nothing. These questions aren't good for me. I, I would ac- I, I would actually argue that it's Diamond, Pearl, and Platinum because you can only catch Pichu in there. I'm game for that, honestly. Like, Do I you want to go for that? Let's go it's... for that. What? What did you say that? Is that, is that your final answer? So generation, you're going to say Generation 4? Well, not if you count Hard, Gold, or... and Soul, Silver, of course. Okay, yeah, but... yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Generation 4. Is that okay, Shamu? I'm fine. I don't know. I really don't. <laughs> so That is... Fine. That is incorrect. It is actually Generation 5. Uh, it is oh. impossible to catch a Pikachu in even Black and White 2. Uh, fun fact. What? Yeah. Uh, it is impossible to catch him there. Are you, are you counting the post-game in Unova as well? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm extremely surprised by this. Should we fact-check that? Uh, you can fact-check it, but... Uh, no, I trust, sure right. I trust him. I trust him. I'm pretty I don't. sure I'm right. I'm extremely surprised. <laughs> you cannot, you cannot catch a Pikachu. In any of those games. Uh, in Generation 5 as a whole. In Generation 4, you can catch it in the Trophy Garden. Um, yeah, so... you can catch Pichu there. No, you can catch Pikachu I... there as well. Yeah. Oh, man, I only caught Pichus there, so I didn't remember. You missed out. <laughs> Should have caught your Pikachu. I did. I, I, I got a shiny Pichu there. It was my first shiny ever, uh, yeah, apart it's from a, uh, In the Trophy Garden, it's a very low chance. It's something like... Uh... It's something like um, what is it, ten percent? So it's not. Man, Shamu, we're doing so bad tonight. All right, I'm trying yeah, to have down with me, and I'm so sorry. Last question is, uh, it's about fairy type Pokemon. So hopefully you guys can get this one. 
what fairy type Pokemon has the highest base HP? Hmm. Uh, um. Wigglytuff. I don't. That's the only thing I can think of. <laughs> um. Is that your final answer? I want to think more. Okay, we've got like forty-five seconds at least. Yeah. Are you sure it's uh, not your final answer? Are you, are you telling us this? Are you telling us this Wigglytuff? I, I'm just asking you if it's your final answer. I mean, I am going to be quiet about this because I've been making like, like I've been I need an answer, Shamu. down with me. <laughs> Go, I can't think of anything else right now. Wigglytuff. Screw that up. is 100% correct. Wigglytuff hey. is the very type Pokemon <laughs> with the highest base HP. Got like one the base or HP, 140. One, oh, okay, with much higher. Okay. Yeah, good. so it's much higher. So it's uh, it's like by far the highest HP fairy type Pokemon. Uh, so that gives you guys two points for today, but that is enough to change the ladder, uh, because of both where both of you are positioned. So, uh, all right. So let me uh, let me go ahead and click my buttons, and I, I will... feel like I feel like by getting five points in two episodes, I'm like putting behind myself all of the bad feelings that people might have <laughs> about me getting seven points almost for free. <laughs> oh, <laughs> all right. So the standings are na- are new now, guys. We are at one and first place. We have Doctor Shamu with fifteen points. Wow. And- Technically fifteen and a half, but I'm not going to count the half. Yeah, uh, it's fifteen and a half. All right, it's it's a it's a half point in your heart. Um, we have second place Whimsicott with twelve points. Yay. In third place, we have Scrawn with eleven points. In fourth place, we have Jushira with ten points. In fifth place, we have Bosephus with four points, uh, tied with Viger. Uh, they're both tied in fifth. And then in seventh place, we have Maximus with three. Uh, you guys are competing for those coasters, by the way. Uh, just as a friendly reminder. So. Uh, that is it for Puckles Pokey Quiz this week, guys. Tune in next week for another edition of that. And so we are going to take a short break and go right back to the topic. Hey, it's Thatch, and I wanted to let you know how you can improve your Puckle experience. First, you can come to PucklePodcast.com, where we have a chat box and forums where you can talk to many other Pokemon fans who also listen to the show. You can keep up to date on the latest Puckle news by following us on our Twitter, liking our Facebook page, subscribing to our subreddit, and following our Tumblr. Don't forget to review us on iTunes, though. It helps us find more people to come and hang out with us, and we can have larger tournaments because of it. And, if you're feeling generous, we also have a Patreon, where you can donate in return for some awesome rewards. And as always, thanks for listening, and for all the support you give us. Catch you guys on the flip-flop. And on to the topic today. Our topic today is going to be a little bit different today. Uh, we're gonna. So, there was an interview with uh, Ishihara. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, where he was interviewed and they were asking him about Pokemon Go and the Nintendo Switch. And since the Switch came out, it came to mind when I was thinking about topics this week. So he uh, he mentioned in this interview that if they were to make main series game for the Nintendo Switch, they would have to rethink what Pokemon, uh, what how Pokemon is played. So I think I think that would just be interesting to discuss among us ourselves. We started doing it before the show already, but. Um, I think it would definitely be interesting to go ahead. I know you guys had some ideas about that beforehand. Yeah. I mean, my, my the very first idea I had was, well, of course, you're only going to have one screen. <laughs> yeah. You... I, 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 think, I think that's a minor issue, though, right? Um, yeah. Because... Like it, looks, it looks like a minor issue, but... but... You have so much stuff going on in the bottom screen... 
And I, I honestly, I honestly think that's to, what. Are you so, going to have screen overlays for everything? So okay, so the thing I, I, I like to point out is first, what's on the bottom screen now during main gameplay can just be refer, just be brought up with the start menu, and that would one hundred percent be fine plus, because the PSSS is gone now. Um, if the PSSS was still there, but they've moved to Festival Plaza, I think this was already a move to kind of move you towards a. Uh, switch with one or a game with one screen not a switch with one screen but a game with one screen because you can go to the festival plaza now you don't really need the bottom screen at all and you can go ahead and just go there and be online mm. right you don't need the pssss up on the bottom screen the whole time telling you when pokemon are, people are coming though i do granted i think pss was a way better feature than festival Plaza. yeah i have to ask you what does the third s stand for player search system yeah, but you keep saying it with three S's, and I'm oh, very do it PSSS <laughs> the PSS. Yeah. That's what I mean. uh. <laughs> it's like when you when you say ratata, and suddenly R- there are ratata ratata. Are, are you more <laughs> of the thing? The PSS is. <laughs> no, no, I'm, no, 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 no. I'm I'm not I'm not that. I've, no, I I've never heard, heard that. That's why I'm wondering. I I've never heard. Of, I've never caught it. I I think oh. the ma- I think the major change they'd have to make to something like this would be they would have to go ahead and um, add – just change the game to some extent To in that you're not going to be able to go around and trade as freely with the Switch, I feel, as if you would with a 3DS, right? Yeah. Hmm. The Switch has a much lower battery life than the 3DS, though I would, ha- I would like to argue that the first iteration of the 3DS had an awful battery life. It did have a pretty bad battery. It was, it was like something like five to six hours or something like that. Like the very first 3DS. So uh, now you look at a 3DS Excel, like a new 3DS, and the battery life's like 10 hours. So I I think that's much, much better. Yeah. I, the only thing so, it's like, oh, go for it. Yeah, keep going. Keep going, Shamu. Because, like, well, if it's going in a new direction, they wouldn't go back to something old. That's my whole thing. Like, they might have to for the Switch. But if it's going in a new direction, we've already had one screen before. Like, it's not something really new for us no it's not i but i think but, i think i think it's more gonna have to be the culture of the game i think that's yeah, gonna have to change it might be the culture and or like a mechanic they might introduce mm-hmm. like, like the, before like, oh no go, go ahead go okay. ahead okay because like before i was like mentioning like breath of the wild kind of like how they just made Zelda into this like survival game kind of but um mm-hmm. then now they might do that with pokemon but i don't as you're saying too i don't know if that's 100 percent gonna work i pokemon. i don't think i don't think you can make uh pokemon like yeah. breath of the wild um so breath yeah, of the wild hard. for those of you who haven't played it yet very open world you can go pretty much tackle all of the objectives in whatever order you want to tackle them in stuff like that i don't think that's possible in pokemon just because no. of the way that leveling works like breath of the wild doesn't have this leveling system that um that pokemon does um the power creep just isn't real there uh there, there kind of is a bit though. I've noticed there, there is, like, there is a I little just, bit of power creep, but it's not, it's not in the same way that Pokemon power creep would exist. No, it's just like, oh look, to the guardian. Oh look, you're dead. Yeah, kind of, uh, how, kind of how it happens right now. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, there is a little bit of power creep, but, but Pokemon would be different because you can't go back to, you can't go yeah. back and accomplish a different task now that your Pokemon are level level fifty. You know, you yeah, I, like yeah. it just won't be fun. So you, I mean, you need some kind someone, of structure. 
someone might argue that what you do is just make the opposing Pokemon's levels fluid compared to the level of your party, but that ruins some fundamental elements of the Pokemon game exactly, as we yeah, know exactly. it now. Yeah. And I don't think that would work. Yeah. Imagine Fair going enough. back to Route 1 and finding like a level 59 Pidgey. Come on. Like... That'd be great. Yeah, I, I was I was thinking more like if I'm not locking a game, I'm going to want my Pokemon to be like three levels higher than the gym leader. If I'm playing regularly, I might want them to be like five levels lower because I want to have fun with it and I don't mind if my Pokemon faint. You know? Yeah. Well, it, it makes it really hard to train at that point, though, right? Like a new Pokemon, yes. it would make it very yes. difficult to train. So, like, yeah, there's some fundamental things that are just that would be broken. I think if you did something like that. I, I think, but you no, know, there could be something like a change in that direction, like almost of that magnitude. I could see something like that from going from a somewhat railroaded storyline to a, a slightly more open world experience. <laughs> Though I, I would argue that Pokemon is already somewhat open world. Uh, the best it, thing about about this discussion is that the most open world Pokemon game was actually Red and Blue. <laughs> yeah. You you're pretty much right. Yeah, you could definitely go. You could definitely go to Cinnabar Island like way early. You could skip badges all the time. Uh, yeah. yeah, you can like go. You just say two badges. You can get earned in like either order at least. Well, yeah, well, I, mean, well, I know, I, mean, I know. Essentially, the badges like what is it? Soul and March four, four through four through six. You can do in pretty much whatever yeah. number. Yeah, you could do four whatever through six order. in whatever order you wanted to. Yeah, or you could even do. Uh, and what's worse is the anime, like, inspired that idea, which is even mm-hmm. worse. Because, like, Ash goes and gets his Marsh Badge. as his, That's his fourth badge, the Marsh Badge, um, which is the sixth one in the list in red and blue. That's number six. And yeah. you probably should wait that long because it's Sabrina. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's Sabrina and Psychic-type Pokemon are OP in red and blue. So, But they do actually level all of the Pokemon in gyms four through six very similarly anyway. Yeah. Um, yes. it, like like uh, Fuchsia City, Saffron City, and Celadon City. All the all of the Pokemon are relatively the same level. Mm-mm. So keep uh, that in mind. Keep that in mind when you're playing your virtual console versions of Red and Blue. If you haven't transferred your Pokemon over already, <laughs> <laughs> you're you're Fissure but champs. Uh, but you know, I think I think the big thing is going to be with the community. I think it's going to go from a much more handheld, outgoing community. If you go to the Switch, you're going to have to go into or a home console Pokemon for that matter, um, like this. I mean, yes, we can take the Switch portably, but you get four hours of Pokemon with that, right? If you don't oh, dock yeah. it or charge it, and right now the external battery market isn't in a place where it can fo- re- readily support a a Switch like you could with a 3DS and stuff like that. So. That that's a big thing, um, I think. Like, you, there, there's going to need to be some changes. One, you're either going to need to switch with a longer battery life at some point, or they're going to need to come up with a permanent solution for that. Um, I mean, Shimu was saying that this one heats up a lot, so the battery is probably not, you know, optimized. Uh, the may, to some extent, I think that's not the battery so much as the processing. It's more. Yeah, it's just more probably. Just, yeah, I don't. Yeah, it's probably the it, processor. It could probably, yeah, I agree. It's probably the processor. I mean, Pokemon would probably be a lower res game than something like Breath of the Wild, so it probably it probably wouldn't heat up as much. But uh, the the big thing I would be worried about, I, I don't know. I think I think the way for them to tackle this at the moment is to use the Switch for spinoff games. And I mean, we haven't they haven't killed the 3DS yet, so it, it, this is definitely the beginning of the end for the 3DS. But it's not dead yet. Mm, I don't I don't yes. hear I don't I don't see it dying for another year or two. 
Um, but I do, uh, just because of the price point and the portability, it, it is more portable, I believe, than the Switch, in my opinion. Yeah, because uh, like, the Switch is essentially the tablet, really. Yeah. It's, it's like a tablet with handles. Mm-hmm. And the, the GS is just like, hey, it's just this thing I can close up into its own kind of case and just pocket. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, if the, yeah. If the Switch had its own little case like that, I think it would be a different story, honestly. Yeah, and you, you can. They actually came out with a case. It's just like it's yeah. just a screw. Yeah, I, I would got him like that. Eh. I, I just rather just have the. I just got like that. Like yeah, you get the you get thing. the nice bulky one. Uh, yeah, that's what I got because I either just put the whole thing in one thing and be done with it instead of what, like what I've been doing actually is I never bought a case for mine. Um, but I have a uh, I have a Wii U gamepad case. That, that I got for whatever reason. It's the same thing, though. It's literally yeah, the same. It's, it's like it is the same. It's a bit smaller, actually. Like, yeah, it's a little bit smaller, not. but like it fits it. It fits in there fine. Yeah, you may use that. Yeah, that's all I use right now. So, <laughs> uh, but uh, on top, so finally but, the Wii U gamepad <laughs> is useful. Yeah. Uh, so, but I, I think uh, going back to the culture thing, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to go to a culture where we're not gonna bring it everywhere. And you're gonna have to, um, you're gonna you're gonna have a more online culture for Pokemon, if that makes any sense. Like, it's not you. Yeah, I'll be able to come over to Shamu's house as long as I don't play it on the drive over, or my Switch would be dead. Um, and we we could trade Pokemon in person, right? Uh, that would st- that's one hundred percent possible with the Switch right now. Yeah, but you can't. You would. The thing is, we would only be able to do that for like three hours before somebody would have to plug in. Yeah. And, that's the thing. Yeah. Uh, the 3DS, on the other hand, we could, Shamu and I could make a day of that with the 3DS. Yeah. And, uh, we'll have to, uh... And worst case scenario, hey, external battery, boom, it'll actually work. Yeah, external battery will actually work because it doesn't have to put out 45 watts. Um, <laughs> and so, so that's, that's the good thing as well. Um, so I think, I think that's, that's the problem right now. And you're, instead of going, and I really don't want to see Pokemon go to an online culture. Uh, because what, that's one of the reasons going to something like nationals, like we did last year, or going to any competition or any real life meetup for Pokemon is such a big thing because you can, you can just whip that out and you have it right there. Everything's ready to go. And, uh, so I, I would, I would be wary to anybody saying that the switch is like the future of Pokemon at this moment. Uh, I mean, I, I, I'm sure there'll be a new Switch model in like a year or two that's gonna advertise it's got like a four hour longer battery life or something like that. And I, I will more than happily give Nintendo my money for it. Uh, especially <laughs> if they announce Pokemon. Plus, but, that again, even having multiple Switches isn't really bad if you think no. about it. Like, it's, it's, it's gonna be like the 3DS, we're gonna have like 20 of each, and then, uh. Oh, man, 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 should we no, not no, no, start no. him on that? Or the next time we visit Thatch's office? We're gonna have to step over a pile of switches to get inside. No, no. Here. All they need to do, all they need to do, I think this would be really smart for them to do, um, is to just make special edition Joy Cons. That's like that's what I'm hyped for. That's we'll that's what they that. should do. That's what they, they should do. Them, and they yeah. probably will do that. They'll like. Oh, I I, they'll I so would totally I would I would buy yeah I would buy so many Joy Cons if they had special edition Joy Cons. Um, Another thing with like special editions, not. Not exactly those, but uh, Amiibo have gone up in price, and I'm a little upset by that. <laughs> because they're like three whoa, extra dollars. Whoa, whoa, like... Pokemon, Shamu, Pokemon. We're talking I'm sorry. Pokemon. Three extra dollars for Amiibo is a bit much for me. Like, <laughs> I'm... And then when you buy a bunch, it's like... <sighs> that just adds up. It's actually $12 uh, for four. It's like... 
so uh so back to pokemon uh i think i think the way they can handle this with the switch right now uh right now if they're if they're developing something for the switch right now i would say it would have to be um if it has anything to do with the main series titles it needs to be a pokemon stadium x i know i said this like five weeks ago six weeks ago whatever and i've been preaching you and harping on pokemon that, stadium like, x. not where i go to uh, yeah i did uh it'll be but, pokemon stadium alpha sheesh Ooh, um, Alpha. Alpha. V- well, we already have Alpha Sapphire, so it probably won't be. Now you're saying something else because you were like saying X. I'm like, it's not going to be X. It's going to be something else. Oh, wait. Like- there is a Pokemon X, too. Oh, man. So this is going to be Pokemon Stadium. Uh... Uh, it'll be Pokemon Stadium XX. Ooh, Triple X. But, Let's but do three. That, Let's just skip two X. That doesn't sound good. No, nope, uh, no, no, it doesn't. No, 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 it doesn't. I'm saying double X. Like, that's that's two X is overlapping. You want to repeat some more of that? No. We're done talking about X and Shamu. So. <laughs> we go we go pokemon it's gonna be so, pokemon stadium breath of the pikachu there we go pokemon stadium breath of the pikachu edition uh i but i think i think there should be some kind of battle simulator like that i think that would be an interesting way to go just really because good. we could you could do something like that you could bring it along with you um you could have rental teams you could load up teams from your 3ds game i'm not, I'm not sure about the 3D- yeah i'm not i'm not sure about Watch the 3ds you, there, uh connectivity uh, there's an IR camera, I believe, on the front. Yeah, there's uh, but, something on the front. It was but sure. there's a you can, but you could do something like that. Where I'm not sure about the 3DS Switch connectivity at the moment, but something like that could definitely um, bring Pokemon in. Like I, I want to say a soft launch kind of way, where it's kind of like let's get our feet wet and see what people do with this. Just see what the community turns into when we put our main game still on 3DS. Something that's very portable. But then you can kind of put on this exhibition with the Switch, you know? Uh, would, it'd be really cool if Shamu and I went to a park and we plopped a Switch down and then people could watch Shamu and I battle on our 3DSs. I think that's a little much because that's like um, somewhere around $700 in hardware just to do that. But uh, I, I think it'd be cool. I think it'd be interesting. If you, if you look at the trailer for the 20th anniversary of Pokemon... That is exactly what was going on in that trailer. Yeah, that is right? like the feeling of that you guys had in the schoolyard mm-hmm. when someone was playing Pokemon, and I'm guessing all the other kids were there playing, like looking at you guys playing Pokemon. I think I think it would be super interesting just to have like a way to show off battles. Um, I, I think I mean we we had fun with the capture card during PuckleCon this year, right? And everybody could watch oh, it while yeah. it was going on. That was and so I love just, that. This is just an experience that I feel like is missing from the Pokemon franchise. I know you can do it right now with they, – they have their own capture cards for streams and stuff. But, you know, they've given us our own ability to make our own tournaments with Sun and Moon uh, on the global link now. I would really like to see that just go a step further so that such that we can exhibit ourselves without having to send a 3DS to Japan to get it modded. Yeah. You know? And I, I really wi- I really wish and hope that is the case. Um and that that could be what they're doing, because they did claim that they were developing something for the Switch at Game Freak, uh, Pokemon wise. So, uh, if, fingers crossed, it's just something like that. I don't want to see a main game go there just yet. I I'm expecting something like in May to be announced. I mean, that, hey, was, we're getting another Pokemon game. Was it game at really? Some point. Was it really Game Freak, or was it the Pokemon Company? Because it if it was Pokemon Game Freak, company. it's a big deal. Yeah, it might have been. It might have been the Pokemon Company. I'm pretty sure it was. It was Mr. Ishihara. Yeah, it might have been Ishihara that said that. Um, so that means it's the Pokemon company. But that's still that's still a good sign. I mean, you could have something like uh, – that's a better sign for Pokemon Stadium or a spinoff game of some sort. Uh, mm-hmm. I, would, I would really like to see uh, the Pokken make it to the Switch 
with all the DLC from the car- arcade cabinets. Yeah, wow. we need, we do need that DLC. If they're making all that, and we're not getting it. Still, it's kind of like it's kind of it's kind of bull. I'm a little upset. I mean, the Wii U version's still gonna be there at Worlds. Uh, let, let's go ahead and I feel like they were waiting for the Switch to come out to see if they're gonna have Pokemon ready. Uh, by by Worlds for that. I, I wouldn't be surprised if at Worlds this year we get some kind of announcement for Pokemon Tournament Switch Edition. You know? Yeah. Uh, mm. that, that could definitely happen. I could see that. Because that's, that's kind of what they did la- uh, two years ago at, at Worlds 2015, I want to say. Uh, that's when uh, they announced Pokemon and they brought in all of these fighting game people to come and play Pokemon at the Worlds, at Worlds right? So uh, I, I really would like to see something like that. They could make the announcement for that. I think that'll be probably one of the first Pokemon games you'll see on the Switch, though, is Pokemon Tournament, but with Darkrai. <laughs> <laughs> well, Darkrai, Seedor, and Polion. Yeah, like... I wouldn't. I just wouldn't. I wouldn't hold our breath for like Pokemon Stars. I don't know. I, this rumor of Pokemon Stars, I feel, is just so unstamp- uh, un- so unsubstantiated. And yeah. Um, and ever since I heard of them, like, yeah, let's take that with a grain of salt because it's probably a rumor. And that's literally the only thing we've, we've heard of it. I mean, uh, there was that GameStop leak when the Switch was being, was about to be announced on the 13th of January where we, they said, oh, play Pokemon on the go or on a home console or something like that. Right. And it's just like, well, that's probably not words from Nintendo. It's probably advertising from GameStop that did that. Yeah. They see Nintendo and they say, okay, this is the best selling Nintendo game this month. So, yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, we have a Switch that doesn't have Mario on it. We have a Nintendo console with literally no Mario on it. No virtual console Mario anything right now. So, really? uh, Yeah. No Mario. Can't play Mario right now. Just gonna have to I, I, wait until uh, April, I'm, probably. I'm picturing Link just like strutting across the Super Smash Brothers stage and going like, "I'm the star now." <laughs> oh yeah, we'll see. Uh, but yeah, Pokemon wise, I I think that's the way to go. I mean, you guys can have differing opinions, so yeah. But I re- I really think the way I think really think the way it's gonna go is just some kind of spinoff game. I'm really this would be such a great time for the revival of Pokemon Stadium. After, it would after after so long. This would be three gener three generations since our last like battle sim, and I mean battle revolution just wasn't that fluent or coherent either. So mm. you you could definitely do something like Pokemon Stadium though. There are a lot of kids that like their first game. Like Viger when he was on the show last week was talking about how his first game was Pokemon Stadium. Yeah, I was and, surprised, but uh, yeah. So I would be I would it'd be super cool if that happened again. And I mean you could just. Literally, you could just copy and paste that same format, and I would be incredibly happy. Make it so that you can get a Cosmoum if you, like, do something special or something like that. Get an extra one. Or a Cos- Cosmog. Because living decks problems, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but unless you guys have anything to add, I think we'll wrap it up here. I really don't have anything else. Okay, we'll, we'll wrap it up here then, guys. Uh, we are going to take a short commercial break. And we'll be right back at you guys with the Pokemon of the episode, so we will catch you on the flip-flop. What are the two things that everybody wants most from life? Their love and time travel. Now, I can't bring you love, but I can bring you time travel. Hello, my name is Bill, and I live in Goldenrod City, Johto. And I've just come up with a device that will let you trade with Pokemon trainers. Three years in the past. You heard me correct. If you go to any Pokemon Center, you can access the time capsule 
and trade with anyone, even yourself, from three years ago. You heard right. Time travel. For free, any Pokemon Center. Now, I'm not sure why I'm advertising this since I'm making zero money. Wait. Why am I advertising this? <laughs> And welcome back, guys, to the Pokemon of the episode. Our Pokemon of the episode this week is National Dex number 51, Dugtrio, the mole Pokemon. The Pokemon Moon Pokedex entry for Alolan Dugtrio states, These Pokemon are cherished in the Alola region, where they are thought to be feminine deities of the land incarnate. Oh, man. So Dugtrio... It's we're the hair. Also, we're not talking about Alolan Dugtrio today. It's pretty awful. Uh, but I know, we will... but this Pokedex entry was so hilarious, I had to share it. But we can totally talk about regular Dugtrio, because it's actually OU and, like, fantastic now. Like, no joke. It is it good. Is... Yeah, no, it's great. Um, and so... Smogon is really salty about it. Yeah, Cause... yeah. That, well, yeah, so so for those of you who don't know, Smogon tried to suspect test Dugtrio a few weeks ago um, because of Arena Trap and... It's the exact so the same thing happened actually in Little Cup in Generation Six, which I think is hilarious. And like Diglett was getting suspected before Arena Trap because a lot of people in Smogon just really hate being uh, just knowing the outcome of like an exchange. Like they really they really just like knowing that oh man I'm gonna lose this mon. I mean you know? I don't I don't think anyone likes it. Like once I was having a battle against I don't remember whom but. He had a Magnezone, I had a Scissor, and I knew at one point my Scissor was going to die to that Magnezone. But mm -hmm. I played around it as long as I could, and then I couldn't do it anymore, and my Scissor was gone. But it is yeah. pretty frustrating. Dugtrio is a lot of fun, though. Uh, so yeah. it works out really well. It wasn't OU in the past generations because um, there were just a lot of things that were popular. They could take it out. Dugtrio's defenses have... are absolutely awful. But yeah, oh, yeah. You, everything's running rampant with electric types. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, we have electric types everywhere, and Tapu Koko is a threat still. Mm -hmm. Like, and Zergatree's here and there as well. So you I don't see that can I'll... guarantee a kill on something like Zergatree or something like Tapu Koko? Well, what you need is Dugtrio. And so Dugtrio gets Arena Trap, which prevents uh, opposite Poco opposing Pokemon sw from switching out. Uh, which is a lot of fun. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. So so if you get somebody who's trying... You, you can do a lot of revenge killing. So Dugtrio, uh, I think the best way to set him up... This is my personal set. Um, is uh, It's it's close to some of them on Smogon, but not quite. Uh, I'm literally running my little cup. My little cup, Doug, Doug, uh, Diglett. <laughs> so uh, he's all grown, all grown up now. grown <laughs> up! Uh, Focus Sash, Arena Trap, you run him Jolly. And you give him Earthquake, Stone Edge... Um, stealth rocks, just in case you're about to die or something and you want to set up some rocks. And then I would do Sucker Punch, just so you can get some priority in there. Say something else was Focus Sash that you try to take out, so you just Sucker Punch. Um, and then you 252 attack, 252 speed. Yeah. Uh, this guy wherever. is literally, yeah, this little, this guy is literally just for that. Now, one thing you will need for this to work out properly is you will need a spinner or a defogger on your team. Like, because otherwise, your Focus Sash is done though. Yeah, you know what you also what you also need these days? You need something that can counteract hail, because Law Nine Tails is everywhere, and hail is going to what? break your focus sash. No, it's not everywhere at all. No, it's not. Yeah, because the usage, the usage, of the usage dropped. Away. Yeah. Oh, I, I, you know why I think it's everywhere? Because I haven't gotten to post bank. Yeah, you. 
If you're in post bank yeah. OU, if you're in post bank OU, it's gone. Like Alolan Ninetales is no more. I'm it's very sad there. about that. I'm it's very there. sad about that. Really, all it does is like if a, if a team wants to run screen, they just run Ninetales. Mm-hmm. That's literally what it is. It's just a one Pokemon dual screener, and it's, a, it's essentially it's like dual screen down turbo. Like because you just do yeah. one move and you're done. And it's like okay, but it's so pretty. <laughs> okay, we have Garbodor. Garbodor is uh, not pretty, and it's garbage anyways. I just bought an Alolan Vulpix plush off of eBay because it was so pretty I could not not own it. Yeah, no, there is, it's pretty, but it's just not, it's not as good as Doug Trio. Um. <laughs> <sighs> like, Stuffle's so, cute, but Stuffle's garbage. Oh my gosh, just stop shaming. Uh, <laughs> Let's let's take a look at the TCG side of things and see what's going on. So Doug, Doug Trio, well, before we move on, actually, Doug Trio actually has a really deep move pool. Well, deeper than you would think. Uh, it gets things, as most Gen One Pokemon do. Yeah, it's it's very interesting move pool. You get stuff like uh, well, you could Pursuit Trap. Te- well, no, you can't Pursuit Trap because you're trapping. Um, uh, but you get stuff oh, yeah. like I said. <laughs> it technically gets Tri Attack. Actually, um, actually. Arena Trap does not work on ghost types. So someone no. with a ghost type might think they get a free, like, they can switch around, and you have Pursuit, which is super effective on ghost types. That wouldn't be so bad to use, actually. Yeah, I'm not too worried about it, though. Uh, he also gets if, access to Reversal. So you could Sash and Reversal uh, for fun. If you want well. if you want to get rid of th- or, um, Stealth Rock, throw that on, you can. Yeah, or I would rather have Stealth Rocks. I would rather have Rocks, honestly. If you want Iron Head for fairy coverage, you can, mm-hmm. but Earthquake will probably do more damage in general. Does he get Iron Head, or is that just Alolan? Le- oh, wait, it might be just Alolan. I, 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 I just went and looked at Doug Trio, and I thought Iron Head. But I think I it learned to be a tutor. I think I'd it's be, just Alolan. I, it gets it. Uh, I, I don't know. Maybe, yeah, I think it's actually just Alolan. Okay, I think just Alolan gets it. It does get it, yeah, but I don't see it in in regular yeah, Doug Trio. I, guess I just yeah. saw Iron Head, and I'm like, oh, it gets Iron Head. As an aside, the- I love that every time I do a Pokemon of the episode with you guys... I say something that I think is smart about competitive Pokemon, and you guys are like, eh, no, Whimsicott, no. <laughs> <laughs> I always learn something new. <laughs> uh, so in the TCG side of things, there are two cards in rotation currently. One is a regular Doug Trio from the Evolution set, so you can already know that it's not good. Um, it, it's uh, the Doug Trio that got, uh, got rebuilt from the base set of Pokemon. Uh, for double colorless, you can do Slash for 40, and for three fighting energy, you can do Earthquake for 130. Uh, this is not a good card. Do not use it. Um, it might be all right with, uh, with, uh, some strong energies, but it's not gonna be great. Um, moving on, uh, there is the Alolan Dugtrio, which is a Steel-type card in Sun and Moon that just came out recently. So, um, it's, uh, it's a little bit different. 100 HP, Steel-type, uh, Ability Tangling Hair. Your opponent's active Pokemon retreat cost is actually, uh, one more energy than it was before due to its Tangling Hair. And for three colorless energy, you can do Dig Under. And this attack does 50 damage to one of your opponent's Pokemon. So you can kind of snipe with it as well. Uh, if that was two energy, I think it would be a better card. But right now it's three, so... Eh. Yeah. It's a little much. I, it, it's a little much. But it is all colorless, so it, it's uh, versatile. It can be played in multiple decks. Um, uh, I can't say much more about it, though, because it's not... There's, there's, there's not that many cards. Yeah. There's some uh, odd trivia. Like it's all like all the trivia around it, the trio, like based around it not showing its feet. 
Exactly. <laughs> I was I was about to say the same thing. It's hilarious. Like, even though, like it's even immune, the point where it's immune to telekinesis, so you can't That's like lift it on the ground. <laughs> that is absolutely the best part. It can still be affected via like baton pass, but like you can't. It's immune to telekinesis itself, and then. When he's a oh supersonic sky trike, it soars through the sky while still embedded in a piece of ground. So yeah, the that's, point where that's how you should be doing it. Yeah. There is a, there's actually a really fun comic. There used to be this guy online called uh, Rare Candy Treatment. He's not making comics, but his website's still up. Um, if you look at that, there's actually a comic where he tries like showing Pokemon using moves that they shouldn't be able to learn. And one of them is Diglett with uh, mm-hmm. Aerial Ace. And it's literally a picture of a Diglett like, sitting in a cockpit of a biplane like, <laughs> flying around. And it, his comic, his comics were just always on point. I really enjoyed them. So uh, check those out if you have a time. But uh, he hasn't made anything since like Gen Five, I think. So it's also like the fact that even the Hurdle Dash from Pokeathlon, yeah, they go underground instead of jumping, defeating the entire purpose of the Hurdle Jump. Hurdle, <laughs> like no, no, don't jump over. Just go under. Like okay, <laughs> I think Doug Trio. I think Doug Trio is available for that ribbon challenge. Oh, by the way, now that I brought that up, actually, uh, we get a lot of questions about what this is. Uh, so this ribbon challenge I'm planning, uh, which hopefully will happen. I, I've been sucked into Breath of the Wild, so uh, streaming has been put on hold currently because I, I don't have to set a streaming schedule yet. There aren't enough patrons. Uh, <laughs> that was that was a really bad plug. Um, so, but either way, you can uh, go ahead and. Um, he, but where is that going? Oh, Doug Trio is a uh, ribbon is is available for that. But uh, you go ahead and you start in Pokemon Coliseum, and you kind of get all of the uh, Pokemon Coliseum or XD, and you get all of the ribbons a Pokemon can possibly get. There's a really cool graphic on Reddit about this uh, that's updated for Gen Seven as well now. So if you want to do it yourself, you can do it there. But I'm going to be streaming it and putting it on YouTube once we get that going. So I think we planned it all out, and I believe we're going with Pseudo Wudo. Oh yes, uh, yes. So. And our Sigma made the comment that we need to catch it in the Great Ball. So I think that's going to be what happens. Absolutely. absolutely. Pseudo in a Great Ball. It's happening. And that we're is get, going oh to be God. so hilarious. And it's going to get well, we all the ribbons. Name, what are we going to name it? we got to give it a name at this point. Oh, Ooh, yeah. Ooh, right. We, mm, we should, wait, well, the patrons wait, get to pick. The patrons get to pick. Yeah, but so. we we got to give them, like, good suggestions. Widowazo. What? Widowazo. <laughs> okay, you're done. Um, no, all right, Shem. we're gonna. I love so much, so dumb. <laughs> we are gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna stop it there. If you want to learn more about this Pokemon, sometimes I fly is writing awesome articles as well as everybody else on the writing staff. So check them out at pucklepodcast.com. Uh, so we're gonna kick it on over, guys, to the mailbag. So let's uh, let's do that. It's mail time. Top of the mailbag. Sending your emails. Mail! And welcome to the mailbag, guys. The mailbag segment is where we go and read listener emails if you are new. Uh, and as always, it is brought to you by the energy drink, Green Tauros, the energy drink that gives you hooves. Hooves! And as always, we'll be giving the Green Taurus badge to any email we deem worthy. So let's, uh, we'll jump into it. Uh, every week we ask you guys a question that you guys can send us an email to at pucklepodcast at gmail.com. Or you can just send us any email you want to at pucklepodcast at gmail.com. So uh, let's dig into it. Our first email is going to be from Phoenix. Hello, Puckle Crew. Phoenix here, writing to the show for the first time. I've been listening to your show since a little bit before the release of Sun and Moon, and I'm really enjoying it. 
Being a Pokemon trainer since Gen 1, I still find myself learning new things about Pokemon in the Poke Quiz segment, so keep up the good work. Anyway, on to the original email qu- email question. Also, thank you for that, actually, with the email, the trivia questions, because I literally write those myself. And it is really hard sometimes. <laughs> it is really hard. And then you end up with bad questions, like uh, the thing with like the Charmander and the Venusaur thing. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, on to the original email question. My first Pokemon experience. That was the question this week. I forgot to mention that. Uh, I w- we asked everybody to tell us about their first time with Pokemon. When I was very young, probably around three, I was diagnosed with RSV. For those that don't know, it's a respiratory virus that infects the lungs and breathing passages. It's probably easily treated nowadays, but this was 1995, and I was hospitalized for a while. Being as that I could, couldn't breathe unless I was hooked up to a machine, doctors wanted to keep me around. After probably a month or two, I could finally come home, and it all seemed well. This virus usually on, on effect, only affects young children and can be deadly. Uh, a friend of my mom's had a daughter that was born on the same day as me actually died from it. But three years later, I was unable to breathe and passed out and was taken to the hospital again to find out I had gotten the virus once again. My dad, knowing that I'd be hop- hospitalized for months again, went out and bought me a lime green Game Boy Color and my and Pokemon Red. My family didn't have much money to spend. 80 bucks on a handheld game and 30 bucks on my cartridge was a big deal. And it made my hospital stay way more bearable. Ever since then, I've been completely hooked. I'm 23, almost 24, with my firstborn girl due in June. And I still love it as much as when I was a wee Pokemon trainer, and I hope my love for Pokemon carries on to my daughter. Pokemon has and always will be a, or has and always will have a spot in my heart. Anyway, sorry for the long and kind of sad story, but I heard last week's topic and it just made me think of it back to my story. Thank you all for the hard work, you and everyone else at Puckle does. So until next time, this is Phoenix signing off. Hashtag Puckle10. He does. He did the hashtag. I didn't do it. Also, wow. we're making this hashtag a thing. This hashtag is going to be a thing, Shamu. Yeah, can I just say, Over I mean... my dead body. I've got things planned, Shamu. I... There's going to be things happening for hashtag Puckle10. I, 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 I was here having a moment with this very emotional story, and you guys are arguing about a hashtag. You guys are yeah. awful. This yeah, was well, actually was a very good story. This was a very good story. Yeah, uh, yeah I kind of want to get... <laughs> I mean, um. <laughs> first of all, thank you for sharing this. It sounds pretty personal and it is pretty sad, but thank you for sharing it with us. And and, and also like, thank you for the hashtag. Thank you for the hashtag <laughs> and thank you for thanking us. And, you know, yeah. I, I I like that. And, oh, oh, by the way, congratulations on your yeah, daughter the baby. being born yeah. soon. Yeah. And, and, you know, wishes of good things and all that. And... It's it's so nice that Pokemon for you is something that turned a really bad time in your life into something that you still love, like, so many years later. Thank, re- thank you really, for sharing yeah. this story with us. It's, it's, a, it's a good story, man. Ooh, I've got plans now for the 25th anniversary now of Pokemon, not our show. Um, not hashtag Puckle25. That's not here yet. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know if that's ever going to happen, but no. Never mind. I had ideas. I, I shouldn't have said anything. Um, <laughs> Did you realize that? Oh, gosh. Yeah, you're not I'm in my head. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 gosh. I would be I would be 50 years old. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. gosh. Let's so, go back to talking about happier things. Okay, so our next email is from the random listener. I'm going to give this one to uh, to Shamu. Okay. 
Oi, what you doing over there, eh? Hosting a Pokemon-themed podcast, you say? Well, hot Belgian waffles, count me in. The random listener here reporting in for another edition of Mailbag Weekly. Num- voted number one nationwide for Pokemon-related email content. Honestly, that could have happened because I'm not sure who votes on that. Um, I- <laughs> Is that even a thing? Like- <laughs> no, not officially. <laughs> officially doesn't matter. But, um, all right. Uh, this week, I don't really have a story for story time. I'll just make the mailbag a cool story. So this time around, you ask, what was your first Pokemon experience? Or something along those lines. Let's set the scene real quick. Summer, midday, sometime during either 2002 or 2003. I sit, I sit in my living room chilling. or chilling. Playing with toys or something like that. And the doorbell rings. My neighbor was at the door and he was about to leave for college. He had a giant stack of these strange cards with strange creatures on them. These cards were Pokemon cards. Of course, I had no clue what Pokemon was at that time. So I took them because presents are cool. Anyways, my childhood intrigue took over, and I had begged and begged my parents to get me Sapphire. I wake up the morning of, and lo and behold, sitting next... Wait. Oh. Oh. Wait. Did I miss a part? You just keep the line. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, my childhood intrigue took over, and I and I absolutely had no had to know what this business was all about. Fast forward to Christmas, the same year, and I had begged and begged my parents to get me Sapphire. I wake up the morning of, and lo and behold, sitting next to the tree was a copy of Sapphire. Also, like you, Satch, I was one of those kids who had a level 80 plus starter going into the league. I also didn't know what potions were, and thus never used them. It was a rough time. <laughs> aside from that, aside from that though, from that point on, my life was forever changed. I never would have met over half the friends I have now, and most certainly wouldn't have ever listened to Puckle. Ah, nostalgia. And the most important part is he wouldn't have listened to Puckle. Yeah, yeah. that's so. true. Yeah. Anyway, that's all I have for y'all this week. Before I go, here's a question for you. If you could actually live out the story of one of the Pokemon games as the protagonist, fighting the villain, saving the world, etc., etc., which one would it be? For me, it'd be Oraz. You get to ride into space on a Rayquaza. Like, I, I get that. But um, I-, I, have a- I have a question, because my first instinct is to say Alola, like, 100 yeah. billion percent Alola. But then I realized... I mean, um, is is Ferris wheel shipping going to be a thing? What? Because, because what I'm is a, Ferris wheel I'm shipping? A, I'm a, I'm a... What is Ferris wheel shipping? <laughs> Wait, I don't know. I don't. Black and white. Oh, oh black and white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, because man. you know, I I can't I I can't just say oh yeah love but but and you know. I would, I would totally either, I would either do, I would either do red and blue, or um, or Alola, uh, red and blue only because you get an only mild danger. You're you're playing against literally the uh, the worst gang in the world, right? Yeah. You're, you're just you're up against uh, you're up against uh, Team Rocket, a gang that doesn't use guns. And in Alola, you've got like different dimensions. Yeah, you, go, you have to go to a different dimension, but you're okay afterwards. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah you know, but the thing is, I I could play Lola because essentially I'm t- 
terribly acrophobic. Like, I could never step on the plank bridge if I didn't know that Tapu Koko was going to save me. But since I know, I could play through Alola. I would totally be cool with it, though. Like, I would uh, I, I would go to Alola just so I could retire and become a kahuna, my spirit animal. <laughs> of um, course. <laughs> Oh man! So Vetch, so Vetch can't chew the Lola. That's been like written down. What? To the what's wrong with me being a Kahuna, man? I think I think that's just my spirit right there. Like, just the fact I, that you called it your spirit that we can't let you. Hala, just... Hala, and I are like brothers. Okay, just let me get that out there. So, you so know? show me a family tree, and Hala uh, will be on there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I would like to point out that everyone had such amazing answers for that one question, and I know that if I lived in a Lola, I would just hang out. Besides the observatory all day, just looking at the stars and catching Minyu in every possible color. That's all <laughs> I would be doing. Oh, man. Uh, okay. Is, are we good with this one? Oh. Did we do a sign? Uh, cut draw on the flip side, the random listener. And then and he said he's coming to PuckleCon if he can. Yeah. yeah. Write your emails. PucklePodcast.gmail.com if you're coming to PuckleCon. Um, all right. So uh, you get this next one from Trey Whimsicott. Yay! Okay. Hey guys, this is TreyB31 from the chat, but you can just call me Trey. Thank you, that would have gone hard for me after a while. Um, just wanted to share my Pokemon story. Nothing crazy, but it all started when I went to daycare and met this older kid who introduced me to Pokemon. I remember being absolutely fascinated with it, so I asked my parents for it and ended up getting red for Easter. I'll never forget the way that gorgeous box looked when I first laid my eyes on it. Anyways, I played through Gen 2 and then dropped off. Gen 3 hit around middle school and Pokemon kinda went out of fashion at that age and wasn't cool, but even through high school I would occasionally fire up my old Game Boy and play through the night. About a year ago I guess I started looking for podcasts to listen to while at work, and I just wondered out of the blue if there were any Pokemon podcasts, and listened to the first few episodes of Puckle and was hooked. See, that's what I did, but I started from 146. You're a braver soul than I am. He is he he's a trooper, okay? Yeah. I, I can't listen to sixteen year old Thatch, okay? And he was I'm, me. <laughs> well, he he does say I'm kinda O C D, so I've literally listened to every episode since O seven. But I guess to keep this short, I went out and bought it. 3DS and a copy of X, Auras, Platinum, Heart Gold, and Black. Now let me tell you, I've had a blast catching back up with the series. Also, just wanted to thank you all for the great content and for teaching me so much. Keep up the great work and I'll catch you all on the flip flop. Trey. Oh, wonderful. Thank you, Trey. <laughs> yeah. Um, Alright, so last one. Lucario loves Minecraft. I got this. Um, okay. Hey, Puckle, I didn't write in last week because it was oh, it was Pokemon Go, a game I can't get without dumping a ton of money into a good phone and a data plan. But this week's mailbag involves the first experience with Pokemon. Yay! My first experience is probably the first episodes of Diamond and Pearl season of the anime, I guess, but my first game was Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Explorers of Time. That's interesting. Everybody's got, like, really weird, like, starts, and I never actually imagined that, because being, like, the Gen 1 start that I had, you know? Uh, just being like, oh, somebody started with a spinoff, you know? It's so weird to think yeah. about. Yeah. I made it all the way through the game up until Temporal Tower, of which after trying a few times, I gave up and went back to the town. I could never get back to the tower, so I stopped playing the game. Then I got Explorers of Sky and answered the personality quiz right, 
to land me as a Riolu. I chose Meowth, who is strictly partner only, and set off through the story. The boss battles weren't the same this time, though, before I had to face them as a Squirtle with the Bulbasaur. This time, I had the move Focus Punch. This was before I knew the power of Blast Seed, so the pain and suffering was abundant. I have no idea what the difference between fo Focus Punch and Explorers of Sky is compared to the main games. Um, so, I have no idea. So, basically, the, uh, I, I basically pwned most of the bosses with the help from Meowth that could learn a variety of move types. Spiritomb was a pain, though, but Primal Dialga was an exploit. Pattern, Roy of Time, wait, use, repeat, use, repeatedly use Focus Punch, have Meowth help, repeat, use items to restore PP. The end of the story was a tearjerker. And then I learned that I had only played through the main story. I haven't finished the epilogue to this day. Hmm. Yeah, typically a lot of Pokemon spinoff games have, like, a really, really deep story. I find that really interesting. Like, Pokemon Conquest had, I think, like, about 60 hours of content. Or something like that. And then, really? And, yeah. If you did everything, I would say. If you did yeah. everything in Conquest. If you did everything. Yeah, like, the main story was not that long, though. It was, it was, the main it was story good wasn't. The main story was wasn't. Chunk, but it wasn't, yeah. After that, there's, like, 50 different missions to do, though. Yeah, I think there's a whole actually epilogue, too. Yeah. The, like, the uh, uh, Black Aquaza thing, or whatever. Yeah, Pokemon Conquest is probably one of the best spin-off games, in my opinion. But that... One of the most strategy-oriented ones, yeah. though. Well, it's because it, it kind of, like, it kind of took, like, Pokemon and Fire Emblem and said, now yeah. kiss. And that was... And those are two of my favorite franchises, and so it's just like, I finally kiss. Fates. I took me forever. <laughs> like, I just went through it one day. Okay, like, okay. Was... We're not talking about Fates. Gosh. I know, but I'm mentioning it, because it's that Fire Emblem. You and Bo is going to be angry. I know. And those were my first experiences with Pokemon. Not a main series game, but a spinoff that started me down the path of my, to my favorite Pokemon. See you all around. Yeah, toast. Hashtag Buckle 10. I added that myself. Um, <laughs> okay. So that is it for the mailbag this week, guys. If you would like to email us, you can do so by sending us an email at pucklepodcast.gmail.com. Our mailbag question this week is going to be, uh, where do you think, uh, what do you think they're going to do if they, ch or how do you think, uh, Game Freak could change Pokemon for the Switch. Let us know at uh, pucklepodcast.gmail.com or ask us anything else you want. So, in addition, if you have some time, check out our social medias. Uh, we have Facebook at facebook.com slash pucklepodcast. We are on Twitter at pucklepodcast. You can tumble with us on Tumblr, pucklepodcast.tumblr.com. You can subscribe to our subreddit, r slash puckle. You can also go ahead and, uh, if you have some time, uh, leave us a review on iTunes. Uh, and in addition to that, if you have a little bit of money jingling around in your pockets and you'd like to listen to our live shows like we're going to have next week, um, you can come uh, March 10th, by the way. That's what I meant by next week, March 10th. Uh, <laughs> I think that's the Saturday, right? No, March 11th. Oh, my gosh. I almost messed up. March 11th because Ethan and Bo are going to be here in person with me. So uh, we're going we're gonna to try to do the live show next week as well. So if you guys, if you guys are ready for it, obviously. Uh, <laughs> but if you want to get in on that and you're not a patron already, all you need to do is donate a dollar. You can do that by going to patreon.com slash puckle podcast. You can also buy shirts from us. If you'd rather get something physical right away from etsy.com slash shop slash puckle podcast. There's also some TCG mats left as well. If you're interested in that. Um, I think I said everything that I usually say every week. So that is, uh, all for me. So I guess I am trainer thatch. I am the green Taurus badge that we forgot to decide if we're giving it out or not. Oh, God, you're right. I love you, Shamu. I love you so much. <laughs> no, because I even thought to myself, like, while we were in the... I picked my favorite. Um, mine was Phoenix. I did too. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, the one. I'm going to vote for that one. 
Yeah, so. he needs to. He needs the Green Taurus badge. So Phoenix, <laughs> if you if you would like, you can go and uh, submit your submit for the Green Taurus badge. I forget every week. I I, I came up I with this idea. I came I came up with this email. I came up with this mailbag badge idea like four years ago, and I literally forget to give it out every single time. Like no joke. Uh, either way, Phoenix, it's, you've got it. It's endlessly fascinating it. to me. Yeah, it's fascinating to me too. Uh, it's just an, it's a habit to forget. Um, so, uh, I'm Trainer Thatch. I'm Shemu. And I am the fluffiest lunatic. And here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's closing time. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.